I'm over it and Christmas ain't even got here every year. It's the same thing. I get 50 texts of the four people in my family asking me what they should get somebody else. I said, I'm not going through that shit this year. We're going to do Secret Santa. That way you only got one person you got to get a gift for. I asked Jazz, who I can't stand. I'm going to start it and let y'all know that ahead of time. To make these names up to put in the jar. We all gather around. We pull names. I look at my name. Okay, cool. I figure if I move stealthily throughout the day, I could see who got me and then I could drop hints accordingly. Okay, Reggie, he was easy. When he went to go get in the shower, he had it in his pocket. I looked in it, saw the name. I said, okay. Lyric went to the bathroom. I said, I'm going to go in her purse, see her little paper. Saw the name. I said, okay. Went to Jazz's room. The paper's just right out on the dresser. Now, let me tell you why I can't stand Jazz. Because she done put her name on all the fucking papers. She the only person going to get something for Christmas. The fuck? And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I am Chris. I'm Jingle Balls. <laughs> Bruh. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or <do I> <laughs> Lord, okay. And our other host. <laughs> ho ho hosting. <laughs> it makes me so angry because y'all always get to change your names and it never asked me for my name and i just i just want to be called by my name <laughs> what would your name be this week if you could change it i don't even know mm. <laughs> i haven't i mean like i don't even really think about it because it's not going to ask me so i don't know or maybe i could be no that's too much okay <laughs> no <laughs> I feel like you should always have like a ratchet Christmas name ready to go. Like I don't understand. But you actually create all of my like names for me. So <laughs> that is your assignment. <laughs> <laughs> so how um how's everybody been since the last time we spoke? <laughs> how's Just it been fine. going? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, um ho ho hosting? <laughs> I'm still full. We had our fourth Christmas party of the week today. Mm. Um, so yeah, I am overflowing with Cajun Creole Christmas goodness. Listen, all I did today was eat and <laughs> I am okay with that. <laughs> um, what is everybody drinking? Um, I was drinking when you said, asked that, but um, <laughs> I'm just having a spiced rum and Coke. Okay. That sounds so good. I am what? finishing up the last of my Madeira. Um, How long are you going to have that same bottle of wine? I about to say, that Madeira lasts. <laughs> I mean, is this a jug? Because a bottle of wine does not live that long in my house. Okay. I don't need y'all to come for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, goodness gracious. I finished it today. Thank you. <laughs> well, I am remixing my drink from earlier this week. So tonight I am having cran, grape, and gin. <laughs> I just, I literally just grabbed what was already in the kitchen. <laughs> That's what you were drinking with cran grape. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. I was like, she drank cran grape and something. I don't know. Well, it was vodka then, but uh -huh. tonight it's gin. Yeah. Okay, so we have a special show today. It's all about Christmas. Yay, Christmas. Ooh, why didn't I get jingle bells? Right, right. Don't worry, uh, don't worry. Post-production note. <laughs> Add jingle bells. <laughs> Are we doing um, the East Atlanta Santa Jingle Bell? Or <laughs> oh, you know what? Mm, you are so creative. That's why they pay you the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we just have like just some, you know, fun Christmas. I don't want to say trivia, but just for you to get to know us and for um, you to think about what are some of your Christmas favorites. So we'll start out with what do you want to find in your Christmas stocking? Um, I would like some Mega Millions <coughs> so that I can buy me my castle and pay off these student loans and maybe go to a movie. 
Mega Millions for the for the. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I That's really a- just want the castle. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, um, so I don't know what I want to find in my stocking. I initially I was like, you know what? I want some Sephora gift cards, but I feel like I need plane tickets. No, I don't want plane tickets. I want a whole itinerary, everything completely paid for, a uh, getaway to somewhere. Where it's sunny and warm, because sometimes mm-hmm. it can be sunny but not warm. Well, I don't really care about warm. I just want the sun. Oh. No, 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 no. I don't want it warm because I want to go somewhere where I can drink specialty hot chocolates that are spiked. <laughs> spiked hot chocolates. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you um? want to find in your stocking, Becca? I want a year's worth of rent. Mm. Mm. Just want to live rent-free for a year. You know what? When we posed this question on our Insta story, several people said rent because <laughs> the rent is too damn high. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about Christmas growing up. So what are some of your favorite gifts you received as a child? Oh, I know, right? That is hard. You know what? Oh, one of my favorite gifts. Do y'all remember those American Girl dolls? Yes. Addie was like the best gift for me. Like I carried that thing around for years. Who, me? <laughs> Before I even knew you, I was carrying you around with me. Girl. See there, see there, meant to be. <laughs> wow! But like, aren't you supposed to like not play with them? Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're supposed to take them to like little tea parties and stuff like that, right? Well, she was kind of portable, so I just wanted to have her with me. Look. <laughs> I was an only child, all right? <laughs> Listen, I understand because I was an only child in my house. So I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doyen, do you have a favorite childhood gift? Yeah. Um, a lot of it's a blur, but I remember one year my parents got me and my little sister like this, like, life-size doll <laughs> so it's just about as tall as we were <laughs> and the funny oh. thing about it is like we'd get our separate presents but we always got a doyen diola present which is just like a combination of the two of us. <laughs> like, but, um, like how far apart are y'all 13 months yeah that's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. you have to do a joint gift right <laughs> I, I bought my niece one of those dolls uh, like a couple of years doll? ago. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know. I think she warmed up to it at first. I mean, afterwards, but at first she was kind of like, mm-mm, <laughs> that's not supposed to be my son. Right. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> I think, honestly, my true favorite is, um, I don't know. Somehow I keep asking my dad for Bibles. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, the most recent Bible I have, I had put it on my like Christmas list and he picked me in secret Santa. So Aww. my last Bible and my most current Bible is from him. So, Oh, sweet. That is yeah. sweet. So I'm kind of torn between two. I, one of my most favorite gifts was a corn silk cabbage patch. <laughs> she had flaming red hair. Her name was Sabrina, and I loved her. The corn silk cabbage patch came, I don't remember what year it is, but they were like all the rape, and they were new. And, you know, the cabbage patch before then had yarn hair, so you couldn't really comb her hair. So I thought I was hot shit because I had a cabbage patch whose hair I could comb. (laughs) And you fill out the little, uh, you know, birth certificate and everything. and like, Oh, yeah. Yes. And I also feel like I was probably too old to really believe that 
She came out of a cabbage patch, but I did believe that shit. And for some reason, because I don't eat greens, but I started eating cabbage because I loved my cabbage patch. And I know that that doesn't make sense, but to little girl, Chris, it did. (laughs) So so that was one of my favorites. And then I got, um, so, so I got a Barbie soundstage and it was a stage for Barbie. It was shaped like a guitar. Um, and it was actually a, a cassette tape player. And it had like these little prongs so you could make Barbie stand up. But I used to take, um, y'all see, y'all are young. I don't know if y'all remember um, Jim and the Misfits, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the Jim dolls were a little bigger and I used to like playing with them a little better. So I would make Jim, well, not Jim, the Misfits, because I liked the Misfits. I would make the Misfits perform on the Barbie stage and... And listen, so, you know, it comes with like, it came with like two or three cassette tapes of like these Barbie songs and shit. But I used to go on my own. What are Barbie songs? Like, you know, I don't know, like Barbie songs. Okay. (laughs) So it was, I don't remember any of the Barbie songs because I really didn't play those, but I had a Misfits tape and the Misfits song, (laughs) it was called Mischief. And it was like, mischief, we're making mischief, we're making mischief. And I didn't know, like, I didn't know what that meant. All I knew was I'm making mischief. (laughs) But I rarely played that either because what I would do is, like, when I was a little girl, my uncle was still in high school. So I would sneak in his room when he would leave and I would get his Scarface tape or um, his Ghetto Boys tape. And I would play it on the Barbie stage. And like I had the Misfits rocking out to like Scott Bates. Oh my God. (laughs) It was was great. It was great. (laughs) So those are my favorites. Do y'all have any other gifts like that really stand out to you? Or what is something you got that you absolutely didn't want, but you had to fake it? Ooh. I guess for me, it would be clothes when I was smaller. And even when I got older, like, my mom has awful taste. She knows this. I did not like for her to try to buy me clothes because her taste in clothes is just awful. I didn't care about, like, my granny could buy me clothes. Sure. My dad could buy me clothes. But my mom, like, no. Mm -mm. What's funny was, I think when my nephew was maybe, like, four or five, I got this cute little suit. And I put it in a box and I wrapped it. And he was so excited until he opened it. And then saw his clothes. <laughs> and he was so disappointed. And I was oh, like, I'm no. never buying you clothes again. <laughs> but kids don't want clothes for gifts. Like, it's like, it feels like a necessity to them. They don't want clothes for gifts. It was and more like, for me than him. <laughs> and see, so the, the good auntie would have bought him a toy along with the clothes. Well, I was a bad auntie. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, ever since then, I don't buy kids clothes. At least not wrap it up and make it for Christmas. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not a gift. You know what I hated as a kid and I love now? You guessed it, fuzzy socks. I hated getting getting those fuzzy socks. I have an aunt who bought me a new pair of fuzzy socks every year for Christmas as a kid. And I hated them. And now... Like, I wish she was still here buying me fuzzy socks. Yes. I think me, my notion of Christmas has always been like, I have very realistic expectations of Christmas. So I've always been in a huge family. So like kids, I got this, 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 this. I'm like, you know, I got two or three things. It was great. I enjoy it. Thank you for doing this for me. Now my birthday, you better show the fuck out. But <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's great that you even thought of me and bought me things. And so <laughs> I can't think of any like Christmas presents that really offended me. So I think Becca and I probably may have had some of the similar experiences being in a way an only child. So I'm my mom's only child. And then also my siblings are like my next siblings, like eight years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So for a while, you know, it was just me. And I, I expected 
mountains to be moved. <laughs> and, and if they were not, there would be hell to pay. Um, by the time I became like a teenager or maybe like middle school, I started kind of like trying to respect the fact that my dad had like a shitload of kids. So, mm-hmm. and I was, and I was the oldest. So I would kind of, I would pull, I pulled a doing in, I kind of pulled back and I was like, okay, you know, Christmas, just get, you know, this or whatever. But my birthday, we're going to do it up. Yeah. So this one may cause a little trauma for oh, some. <laughs> so how did you learn the truth about Santa? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 Let me back, back. Let me back, back. Do you think that, okay, I don't know what order these questions should be in. So just answer. <laughs> so I want to know like when and how did you learn the truth about Santa? And then also, do you think it's an issue for kids to believe in Santa? I have actually been thinking about this a lot recently. I don't know why, because I'm not trying to have kids anytime soon. But I don't know. I was sitting there watching some commercial and I was like, man, we are really like feeding our kids the same lie, like generation after generation after generation. We feed them this lie, make them believe this wonderful thing. And then when they turn like eight or nine, we just completely shatter their universe and tell them this wonderful lie we told them is not real. Like, I've just been thinking about why the hell do we do this shit? So you felt shattered when you found out? I didn't feel shattered. So I found out in second grade because one of my classmates decided to put a video camera under his Christmas tree one year Mm. and recorded his parents, like, putting the presents under the tree. And he came back and showed us the video. Like he brought the whole VHS tape to school and showed us the video. He needed an ass whooping. Oh yeah, he was an asshole. (laughs) That's what he needed. Putting uh, cameras on the trees and shit. That's the gate of journalism at its best. (laughs) What what is he doing now? Do you know? Last I heard, he was playing minor league baseball. Oh, okay then. We might want to call him. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For that check cash. Um, <laughs> um, so my parents really didn't perpetuate that life for me um, at all. <laughs> and so like, Do you think that was a cultural thing? Maybe. But honestly, like I've talked to other people and they're like, yeah, my parents didn't tell me that either. But they just told me not to go tell my classmates and hurt their feelings and oh, that was so nice that was so yeah. nice of your parents um i think to me i'm not gonna perpetuate the notion of santa again you need to know that i worked hard and paid for this stuff and you need to thank me <laughs> <laughs> and not some white man <laughs> No, no, Santa is black. My my mom was always, she always insisted that I knew Santa was black. That guy at the mall, he is just a helper. That's not a pain because Santa can't be everywhere at the same time. Well, in New Orleans, we have the chocolate Santa, so we don't have no white Santas around here. In Dallas, where I live, I'm closer to Plano, so Santa's white. But if I went down to South Dallas, maybe he'd be black, but (laughs) that's a travel. (laughs) Well, so one thing that was a little bit different about uh, the way my parents did things is that I had gifts that were from my parents and I had gifts that were from Santa. Hmm. So the gifts that were from my parents were wrapped. The gifts that were from Santa were already laid out. They would already be open. Like there'd be no packaging. So I wouldn't think that Santa went and bought. I guess I guess my ass really thought he was somewhere in a workshop <laughs> making this shit out of wood and now it miraculously needs batteries. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> so there was a level of appreciation for what my parents got me. And my mm-hmm. parents always got me more than what Santa did. Santa only left like two or three things. And they were smaller items, smaller priced items. There was that, you know, I I was able to be appreciative for what my parents got. My parents did not use Santa as a means of controlling my behavior. Mm. But first of all, my mom does not play that. My mama will look at me and count to three today. Mm. 
And by the time she gets to two, I'm like, all right, mama, dang. <laughs> like she doesn't, she didn't play that. So I don't, and I don't like when parents do that. I'm like, why do you have this imaginary person mm-hmm. <laughs> governing your child's behavior? But I feel the same way about the little elf on the shelf too. I love elf on the shelf. Right, oh, like, shit. my bad. <laughs> As a future Instagram parent, you know I'm gonna have yes. elf on the shelf doing the most extra shit. My bad. <laughs> so, so what? Uh, some of you may or may not know. Um, one of my sisters works. Well, she works in the daytime now, but she used to work at night. And so, when my niece was born. I and she worked at the hospital, so she worked really long shifts. So I kept my niece a lot. I started keeping her when she was uh, five months up until about four years old when my sister uh, switched to a day shift. So I did Elf on the Shelf with my niece. Now, let me tell you, my reason initially, no lie, no cap. I don't even know what no cap means. No cap. <laughs> no cap. The reason why I did it was because I was tired of white people coming to work and showing me all their pictures, uh, stuff they did with their elf on the shelf. And I just wanted to show them we do things with our kids, too. So that was why I did elf on the shelf with my niece. So we bought the elf, did the story, read the book and everything. But I didn't really use it for behavior. Yeah, I just it was just something fun to wake up to every morning and for her to see, you know, to see what Kelsey had done. That was her name. Yeah, I don't believe in it as a surveillance piece as much as like we both go wake up and Kiki had the dumb shit that the elf on the shelf did. <laughs> now I did tell her because you know, like all kids, she likes to look with her hands. So I did tell her, you know, if you touch her, then she's gonna get really, really sick because she doesn't have people germs. And then she has to go back. She's island in India. <laughs> Yes, yes. She doesn't have people germs. <laughs> because little kids look with their hands. So like, no. But we had a ball with Elf on the show. But anyway, I digress. So one thing I like about Santa, and I could be so wrong, and this is something that I made up in my head. Like, nobody told me this. <laughs> so what are you trying to say, Beth? I, nothing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> So I think that those tools are okay with small children because I feel like it teaches it, it teaches your child how to believe in something that they can't see. Hmm. And maybe if I had more of a traumatic or devastating Santa's not real experience that I might think of that differently, but um, I didn't. I really just kind of as I got older, just kind of, you know, thought about it. And it's like, I just don't think this is possible. Mm-hmm. And I was at an age where I kind of still believed because I wanted to believe, but I didn't want my friends to know I believed because I was like in the fifth grade when I found out officially. Really? Was, yes. Yes. And it was my dad's girlfriend who like, mm-hmm. I said something, <laughs> I said, right, right. <laughs> I said something about Santa and she was like, uh, no, your mama and your daddy doing whatever, whatever. And I was like, well, I know, but still I want to say Santa. So when I told my mom what happened, my mom, and to this day, my mom makes me ask Santa for my gifts because my mama was like, well, if you want to still receiving get want to still receive gifts for Christmas, you will believe in Santa. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, my mom does not give I I don't get gifts from her until Christmas morning. Like they're not under the tree waiting. Nothing. Christmas morning is when you get it, and Santa brought it last night while you were asleep. So, so I guess if. I had more of a, oh my God, I can't believe you lied to me. If I had that kind of experience, I might look at it differently. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I I didn't. Like, does that make sense? That I kind of think of it like, you know, it's a way to teach kids to believe what they can't see. To have faith in something that you can't see. Yeah, that makes but sense. Don't- I had never thought of it that way before, but that actually makes a lot of sense. And I don't, I didn't believe in like the Easter bunny or anything like that. I don't know why, but maybe because it was a giant bunny, but 
I, you know, Easter. <laughs> I was a lot older than most. <laughs> Easter, I just got church clothes, so I was like, y'all get baskets. <laughs> oh, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got the bum ass baskets, and my baby sister. <laughs> my baby sister is um, a sophomore at state this year, and do you know how tell? will get mad if I don't get her an Easter basket and I'm doing air quotes here. (laughs) So I have to give her money for Easter. Like she gets jealous of my nieces because I do their baskets and I make their baskets. And then she's like, where's mine? Of course, she's the baby. And I was like 19 when she was born. So I've really spoiled her a lot. But yeah, I have to still give her a gift from Santa and a gift from the Easter Bunny. (laughs) So I think we all agree. Oh, no, Becca doesn't agree. <laughs> so I think Doig and I agree that we're definitely going to do Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to make him do some stuff. <laughs> so what are some of your favorite Christmas songs? And I want us to think about secular songs and non-secular songs. What are some of your all favorite I love from Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised <laughs> at all? And then Mary Did You Know is my Christian one. <gasps> yes! <laughs> yes! I love Mary Did You Know. It's a beautiful oh song. Also, like, at church, I learned, like, the sign language to it. Because I, you know, used to do, like, music, sign language ministry. So... It's oh, I bet you were so cute standing up there in your frills doing your sign language. (laughs) High school, but okay. (laughs) Oh, 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 never mind. Uh, But yeah, Merry Christmas by Mariah Carey is still going to be my favorite album in life. And all I want for Christmas is you. Always going to be my favorite song. What is your favorite album over Beyonce? Or your favorite Christmas album? Christmas album. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wait, okay, okay, so okay, you, okay. So you mean to tell me you don't like, doesn't it feel like Christmas? Doesn't it feel like Christmas? <laughs> you don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. And, <laughs> and then Doyen had to post that picture of that godforsaken wig. <laughs> she knows. She knows what that wig does to my spirit. Those veins are offensive. Mm. I feel attacked. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Becca, what are some of your favorite songs? The Temptation, Silent Night Mm. will always be my favorite secular song. Mm. And I'm really partial to Oh Holy Night. (gasps) Yes! See, like, I have to pause before, like, the note to see if somebody's going to do the note. <laughs> the note, huh? You don't consider silent uh silent night to be secular? To be religious? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is, but I guess because the temptations are a secular group, I'm putting that one in my secular category. Yeah, I mean I don't know any churches that are gonna play the temptations version. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so I think my my secular favorite. <laughs> oh my god, it came out tonight. <sighs> it's from Santa Claus is coming to town, and I cannot believe that I missed it tonight. Mm, okay. But it's it's um Mr. Heat Miser is my favorite. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never heard of this before. Right. Um, <laughs> so you've never watched Santa Claus is Coming to Town? That's a movie. Oh fuck! <laughs> Are y'all kidding me? Are y'all kidding? I wish y'all could see me right now. Are y'all kidding me? Nah, bro. <laughs> the little claymation mo- movie from like the sixties or seventies, whenever the whenever it's from. Are y'all kidding me? Oh my god! <laughs> no, girl. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I cannot get it together. Wait, wait. Okay, Becca, please tell me you've watched Santa Claus is Coming to Town. No, nah, girl. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? Oh my god! Okay, so Rudolph, you watch Rudolph? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. 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 So Santa Claus is coming to town is a claymation uh, like Rudolph is. And then the year without Santa Claus. Y'all watch that one too, I've right? I've seen that one. Okay. I don't think Dorian has because she's <laughs> I think I saw Rudolph. <laughs> you think? Uh-huh. With the misfit toys? Oh. <laughs> I think I saw Yo. Rudolph. I really think I did. <laughs> my chest is so tight right now. <laughs> oh my god oh my god so okay so the heat miser song oh god this is just really bothering me okay so there are two brothers heat miser and snow miser mm. <laughs> and they have each have a song uh, but the whole I just call the whole thing heat miser but he's like I'm Mr. White Christmas I'm Mr. Snow you don't, you don't, you don't recognize this. <laughs> so I'm trying to make sense happen. I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Tim Below. Oh they no! Oh. 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 oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, so okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna get it together. I'm gonna get it together. And. I am sending you this song in the group chat as soon as we, <laughs> as soon as we wrap up. Mm. And y'all must, I'm, I'm really, I, oh, mm, okay. Let me move on because um, that, that took me, that, that took me back. Okay, talk about like, the Jesus song. <laughs> whew, so, <laughs> uh, both of my favorite Jesus songs have already been mentioned. Mary, did you know, Mary, did you know became my favorite favorite like probably actually within the last maybe five years or so mm-hmm. um because i guess being an adult you get it a little better now mm-hmm. like i don't know but i loved oh holy night as a kid like oh holy night was always my favorite and i don't know why i just i like the way it sounds it's a beautiful like, I like the way song it, it's so beautiful and just fall on your knees like uh it's it was always my favorite it's it the a uh, candlelight ceremony song too i think <laughs> what is what is the candlelight ceremony y'all don't like have candlelights or y'all like light it all through the church um Mm-mm. no oh <laughs> we, but that's actually that's leading into my follow-up question is did you all ever participate and like did your church do like maybe a christmas pageant or uh, a cantata or any you know any type of christmas play or something pageant <laughs> no well you know when you when you perform when you perform the play, uh, like play. of christmas yeah it's called a christmas pageant no we didn't call it pageants um, that is the official term when you when you maybe that was know. a black church thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we just called ours plays. <laughs> no, it's not a black church thing because y'all didn't never read the book, the best Christmas pageant ever. No, we <laughs> had like God. we had production. We had pro- we had productions. They were like plays. We have yeah, plays but, too, but it's called a pageant. But it's called a pageant, yeah. and it's not a church. It's not a black church thing. There's a book. Damn, now I gotta buy y'all books. There's a book <laughs> called. <laughs> there's a book called the best Christmas pageant ever, and it's. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when it was, um, you know, produced or whatever. But we read it like in I don't know third grade because <laughs> it had the word shit <laughs> and damn. <laughs> And y'all laughing at <laughs> And the little girl, she's like a badass little girl. It's like this little family, and they're poor. They're the rough kids. And Emma Jean is the sister name. And, you know, they just end up going to the church because they want to get some food. They steal money out the collection plate. They want to drink the communion wine. Oh my god! <laughs> I just wish you could and see we, my face right now. <laughs> it's it's so cute, and they're like, you know how when you watch movie because this the the movie is from like maybe the seventies, and the kids are like dirty, and they're all they're little white kids, and so they got like, like dirt smudged on their face because they want you to know they're dirty. <laughs> and but Emma Jean ends up playing the part of Mary, and it's just. 
It makes everybody remember what the true meaning of Christmas is. And I cannot believe y'all have never read that book. However, I digress. The point was <laughs> the name of the book is the greatest Christmas pageant ever. Because when you perform that play, it is called a pageant. We don't perform now, that play. <laughs> you know what I mean. And I'm not going to play an issue of semantics with you tonight. I was Southern Baptist. We called it a play. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Let me just get, for, for, you know, first y'all don't watch the claymation. And Doyen, you know, thinks she saw Rudolph. Like, who the hell didn't watch Rudolph? Uh, I mean, maybe some of the more obscure ones, fine. But she don't even know if she's seen Rudolph. Now she's trying to come for the Christmas pageant. I don't understand. Anyway, did you all participate in the productions? Becca? I did. I did a lot. I think every year. And we had them all up through high school. So, yep. Yep. Yeah, we'll I participated. I participated every year. Um, I think as I got older, like I would volunteer to be the narrator because I didn't really want to do the because the so the the action part, the acting part for us was always silent. So Mary and Joseph and the wife and all that, all those parts were silent. The narrator. Well, y'all did the <laughs> same play every year. Girl, we did the same. GD oh play my god! Every no, year. yeah, I was about to say we have a different play every year. No. The only thing that changed was so the Christmas the pageant was a part of a larger Christmas concert. So the songs for the concert were different because you know when Kurt Franklin came out, you know we had to we had to do all the Kurt Franklin songs for the Christmas pageant. But those changed, but the actual pageant, no, mm-mm, it's the same girl what? every year. No, we had this guy who should have been a playwright. Like he was amazing. And every year he would write a new play for us. And we would have like drama classes, like rehearsals the month before. So like starting in November, we would start drama yeah. rehearsals. Mm-mm. But I, I liked it. I mean, I I looked forward to it every year. Now, they don't do the same one anymore now. The last time I went was maybe a couple of years ago. And that's just because uh, Granny was over it and she made me come. And they they did some like modern version. I don't know. It was it was weird, but the kids enjoyed it. <laughs> Doyen, what were you about to say? Like, what, what was your play like? I mean... Okay, I went to Christian school, and I was very active in church. So a lot of times, it's kind of like we kind of bought a play set and then, you know, practiced the music and did it. So, yeah, it was always different. Um, <clears throat> Like I said, it was the same, but everybody, it didn't feel stale. It felt like tradition it does I don't know I don't know how to explain it I don't know if that makes sense but it was it didn't feel like oh my god here we go again same old same old yeah it felt good that's good um so oh I really had to recover I'm still um okay (laughs) so what about Christmas movies Uh. let's talk about it so we we posed this question um, in our Insta story, and someone said Gremlins. Now look, <laughs> oh, I, I am not. I am not gonna argue that point with you because yes, it did take place during Christmas time. Technically, uh, Gizmo was a Christmas gift, but. Uh, <laughs> I just don't see how Gremlins <laughs> is your favorite Christmas movie. But I respect, I respect your opinion. And <laughs> I'm not, when I, one. when I saw it, I was like, you know what? I have got to say this on the show. <laughs> Everybody else kept kind of like saying some of the same things. And then <laughs> Gremlins popped up. <laughs> well, let me ask you this in that same line. Do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? No. 
No. See, and that I was do. about to be Why? I don't know. Cause it takes place during Christmas. I feel like we only watch like in my family, we only watch that movie around Christmas time. But every Christmas we end up watching it. Okay. So you know what? If you're to me, if your family watches that every Christmas, then it's a Christmas movie. Like I, I probably can count the times on one hand I've seen that movie, what? <laughs> and I don't think it was around Christmas time. <laughs> oh God, it's just Danny Glover <laughs> walking around. <laughs> Somebody he's too old for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's why I love it so much. <laughs> Okay, Doyen, but Doyen, give us a movie we know. Like, don't give us some obscure Christmas. Wow, black black exploitation. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are gonna get these three movies, <laughs> and y'all are going to deal. So, <laughs> the first one is Elf. I love Will Ferrell. And yeah. I love Will Ferrell at Christmas. It is so many. Smiling is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, like every time I say bye to my coworkers, I'm like, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> oh, <God>. The second <laughs> one Elf. is Friday After Next because it happened during Christmas time. Go <laughs> it happened during Christmas time, so it's a Christmas movie. Oh, <laughs> and okay. the third one is sort of obscure it's a abc family now free form movie called holiday and handcuffs and she basically kidnapped- <laughs> oh my god she basically kidnapped that guy to pretend Brilliant. that he was her fiance and then with her. oh my god Brilliant. you know why all is fair in love and war <laughs> and christmas <laughs> Oh my god! But it was Melissa Joan Hart, and I love her. And that makes it better. <laughs> and it was uh, the guy that played was it Slater in um, AC Slater? I think so. Mario Lopez? I think so. You don't know who Mario Lopez? You don't know? Is? No, Mario I don't. Lopez? I think Mario Lopez was in that movie. I think that was the guy. <sighs> oh god! Anyway, <laughs> Chris was about to kick you off the show. <laughs> Who yes, he was in Holiday in Handcuffs. He was the protagonist. Melissa Joan Hart is just, she's made for Hallmark movies, ABC Family movies. Like, she's made for those movies. That's her zhuzh. <laughs> you know what mo- Christmas oh movie stressed me out, even as a kid? Uh-oh. Home Uh-oh, Alone, what? like, I was just like, why can't y'all keep up with your kids? Why is he lost at home? <laughs> so the first Home Alone, I was like, this movie is so cute. This is so great. Ha ha ha. The second one, I too, Doyen, was like, the fuck? Y'all can't keep up with your kid. <laughs> like, if you if you leave your child at home once, surely you're going to double check the next time. Uh-huh. Right. It's like, how, how does this keep happening? Mm. Yeah, stressed I felt me the out same immensely. Way. <laughs> I felt the same way. So, Becca, um, so I mean, we had a little Christmas movie talk, but you didn't really tell us what your favorites were. Like, yeah, Die Hard. That's the only favorite you have. Um, that's the only favorite, and it's and, not even a Christmas movie. And the preacher's wife. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that was a good one. I really like the soundtrack from the preacher's wife. <laughs> I like the preacher's wife. It was a little weird at times, but it's okay. <laughs> it was a '90s movie; like they were all weird. So, moment of honesty. I have never watched that movie all the way through. <gasps> but, but I watched it, and but, you have it. <laughs> but I guess down to the soundtrack. Okay, you know that's how it was with waiting to exhale like i love the soundtrack i've seen the movie <laughs> waiting what? to exhale is such a good ass soundtrack yeah i don't know if there's a better soundtrack out there you know waiting to exhale. I you know i we're, we're gonna come back to that yeah let's know, stay focused show. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good ass soundtrack um so my favorites are 
I like Elf as well. Um, I love the Grinch animation and Jim Carrey. I enjoy really? Them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, wait, what? You you don't like it, Becca? No, I'm surprised you like both the animation and Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, I I I didn't think I would like Jim Carrey because I love the animation one so much, but I do. I love that one too. Um, of course, I love Santa Claus is Coming to Town. <laughs> I love the year. Like these are movies my mom and I have to watch. Either well, so we used to have to watch them together, but now we just live text each other through them. Aww. So <laughs> Rudolph, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. The Year Without Santa Claus and Frosty the Snowman and the original Frosty the Snowman, not that shit they came back and did like in in the nineties that didn't even look right, not that. So those are those are some of my favorites. Um, but my ultimate favorite is A Christmas Story. I'm sorry, really. Is, I why is there so much judgment? In no, I like that show. I mean, I like no, that, that movie. That really felt really heavy. No. So, oh, so I gotta, I gotta fix my tone. <laughs> it felt heavy. It felt heavy. So on Christmas Eve, you know, they do the marathon, and I, my TV doesn't move. Like I love a Christmas story. I love it so much. You're gonna shoot your eye out, Ralphie. <laughs> Fragilly. <laughs> Like, and to this day, anytime I have to read the word fragile or I have to write the word fragile in my brain, I always say fragile. Doing, you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's like me and Escape with uh, Finding Nemo. Oh, oh, Finding Nemo is a good movie, too. Okay. Rabbit hole. <laughs> I know it, right? But um, there's so many good Christmas movies. I will say a movie that I um, do not. Well, I feel different about it. So I used to hate it, which is Polar Express. (laughs) But I hated it because um, many years ago, I used to teach kindergarten. I don't do that anymore. But many years ago, I used to teach kindergarten. And every year, it was just this whole big damn production around Polar Express. And also, Polar Express is boring as shit to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) However, once I got to be a part-time mom, that's what I called myself with my niece, and the first, uh, well, not the first, not her first Christmas, maybe after she turned one. No, her first Christmas. Her first Christmas, uh, just watching her little face while we watched Polar Express, she was just... I don't know. She was mesmerized and she was small then. Like she hadn't quite turned one yet. And so she wasn't in the habit of sitting and watching TV. Like she didn't, you know, because little kids have short attention spans, but she sat in my lap and she just stared at the screen in amazement at Polar Express. So I do kind of, you know, have a soft spot for it now, but that shit is boring. Um, so to kind of wrap things up, is there anyone who you would like to give a lump of coal in their stocking this year? <laughs> the fat, arrogant, national embarrassment known as President Donald Trump. <laughs> not my president. Right. I was like, I'm not going to actually stole that ever. from the Hamilton mixtape. But anyways, <laughs> he, he just needs all of the lumps of coals that is possible to extract without giving people a black lung. Oh, I like to call him agent orange and I did not make that up. Uh, Buster rhymes actually called him that first. And I was so jealous that I didn't think of it first because it's perfect. It's perfect. It's orange. He's orange. It's lethal. It's deadly. It's Agent Orange. He's, he's, it was perfect. One of yeah. my favorite tweeters, Michael Arsenault, calls him Sweet Potato Saddam. <laughs> mm. There's somebody that calls Another him one I'm jealous of. Adelaide Mussolini. <laughs> yep. That's of Michael Arsenault, too. These are some awesome names. Mm-hmm. 
I've got to step up because all I was saying was Cheeto. I mean, that wasn't even very creative. I'm embarrassed to have repeated. <laughs> <laughs> I got to step up my my name giving. Um, anybody else you want to give a lump of coal, or you or you don't want to say because they might be listening. Who? You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that was pretty much it. I kind of really don't like that guy. <laughs> Um, Becca, do you have someone in mind? Um, no. So, <laughs> I too would like to give that man a lump of coal. Um, there's so many people that I wish I could ship a whole like dump truck full of coal to, uh, Fox News headquarters. Um, I wish I could get... Ooh, I'm not going to say that one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, There are several people that I know in real life that I wish I could give a lump of coal to. And while I don't think any of these people listen right now, uh, when we become famous and the show becomes really big and, you know, I'm the type, I start shows back from the very beginning. I don't want them to go back and hear this, but there are a lot of people that I work with that I would like to give them lumps of coal. Yeah. Shout out to. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Secret coworker lumps of coal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it would bring me great joy. Also, also I would like to give uh, my, my neighbor a lump of coal because um, they do things that are inappropriate and I don't understand. Like this is a pretty nice neighborhood. So I don't really know why you decide that now that you want to get rid of your couch, you're just going to sit it mm-hmm. like right in the front of the yard. My, uh, no, um, I can't think of anybody else I would like to give lumps of coal to, but I'm sure you're out there. I you know people- what? Yeah, my zesty coworkers. <laughs> Oh, mm, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it because, again, when we become famous, I don't want, even though I think you have moved on from there, I don't want them to come back and listen and know. But Becca's coworkers are shady as shit. Yeah, they are a little grimy. Mm. I was That's all right. going to say people with dirty nails. Oh. Why did you say oh? <laughs> What did they do to you, though? I mean, like, always dirty nails. You don't never clean up under your nails. Oh. <laughs> oh did they hurt me? I mean, if you have a job where you're doing, like, serious manual labor, um, dealing with, I don't know, coal or oil or something, oh, I get it. What, what if you but just walk around with real dirty nails for no apparent reason? <laughs> also, people who clip their nails at work while we're talking about nails, because that others also bothers me. <laughs> clip their nails at clip. work? Did they have a hangnail or something? You know, clipping or like chipped just, one? Um, you know, the time of the week when they decide to clip their nails at work. Oh, because y'all don't have offices. Uh, please don't oh. shade our open office environment. <laughs> I mean, I've been there. That shit is the worst. I couldn't make it. I'm sorry. I have to have my own space. And I... Mm-mm. It's pretty bad, especially for me who talks way too much. I can't get my work done because people are always around me and I get distracted. But... Mm-mm. I, my door is pretty much always open to my office, but sometimes when I need it, I will close that door and have solace and solitude. So have we have we talked about everything Christmas? Anything else Christmas we want to get out before we wrap up? Surely, surely you have some more Christmas thoughts? No, I'm ready to think about Kwanzaa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, talk about Kwanzaa. Um, so it's really funny because people look at me and they're like, oh, you're African. Of course you celebrate Kwanzaa. Mostly that like, so- white people <laughs> look at me like that. And I'm like... Mm, it's not an African holiday. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just love the notion. It kind of goes back to like us talking about meditations and mantras. I love the notion of like all year we as black people get beat up on by 
media, just way too much like social media and everything like that. So once we take the last seven days of the year to think about how we can heal and really propel each other to succeed in the next year, that is like dope as shit. <laughs> and that's why I'm team Kwanzaa so hard. What are the principles? Um, I know the first one. I Google it every year. Sorry. <laughs> All I know is one is Emoja. Emoja, which yeah. is like unity. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, I just learned that from stage. Right, like we had that whole Emoja event. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. We actually used to celebrate it when I was growing up. Really? How was that really? like? Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. We would do... Um, this was before we moved to Mississippi. We would get together with a couple of like my parents, friends and their kids and um, just kind of like do kind of like a dinner kind of potluck thing together every night. And we would light the candles. I don't. Well, I see we did it when I was growing up. We did it one year. And then I think after that, everybody was like, yeah, that was a lot. We're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> Hi guys. So I do have the list. So emoji is the first year, and this is all in Swahili, so I apologize if I say it super wrong. But uh, the second day is wait. You got to tell us what they mean. Emoja is unity. Uh, okay. Second day is Kuji Chagulia, and that's self determination, and it's a notion of like you know who we decide we are is who we'll be. Ujima is the third day, and it's collective work and responsibility. The fourth day is Ujama, and that's co- cooperative economics. So, again, buy black, shop black. Nia is the next day, which is purpose. Kumba is the next day, which is creativity. And then Imani is faith. And so, yeah, I've never done lighting the candles, and I hope that once I have kids and a family that I can make that a thing right now, really, I just post on Instagram about it each day and just like reflect on what these principles mean and how I can use them in the upcoming year. So that's my big deal with Kwanzaa. My mom always said we were going to do it and then we never did. (laughs) But like every year my mom was like, we are going to, we're going to observe Kwanzaa and then we never yeah. did. So I look forward to observing this year with y'all. I think we should do that together Just as a group. A moment to like meditate again, like on the principles and how we'll use that moving forward in the next year yeah so it's just a moment of refreshing in my mind and that's a good reset following you know all the hustle and bustle of the other holiday stuff that's going on Uh, after all the parties the food the drinking the gifts all of that that's a really good reset to start your Kwanzaa and a salad because I need it Oh, also, there's seven days of Kwanzaa, and that's my favorite number. So, (laughs) I don't have a favorite number. That's my line number. (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) It's not really that altruistic. It's literally just my line number. (laughs) I really, I really thought you were going to give me some. You know, seven is the number of completion, and it's the. (laughs) As we always do, we're going to take a moment and go into our favorite segment Who are we buying a drink for? So I would like to buy a drink for the two great people in my life that bought me Christmas tree cakes this year. Kroger was on Mm. some bullshit and they did not have Christmas tree cakes in my local Kroger. So my friends bought it for me and I am just all warm and fuzzy and happy because people know my needs. (laughs) You mean like the little Debbie Christmas tree cake? (laughs) Small Deborah. They didn't. (laughs) Kroger. Kroger didn't have them? Kroger didn't. I was like, what is your problem? <laughs> your Kroger was some bullshit. <laughs> it's not Remember even- when we went to Denver and you were like running through the drugstore trying to find those little Debbie Christmas cakes? <laughs> I have needs. <laughs> oh, man. Those are good. Those are good. I mean, I don't purposely look for them, 
But, you know, if a little kid brings some somewhere, I just take one. Um, <laughs> so I am going to buy, I have a, I have a repeat drink buying option. I don't know. Jen is really in my brain right now. Um, a couple of shows ago, I bought a drink for a coworker. I think I called him Mike. Mm-hmm. And well, Mike gets another damn drink today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we so we had our Christmas luncheon uh today and we've just been eating all day. And then Mike shows up to the office, which he doesn't work out of my office. He shows up to the office with two turtle ice cream cakes. <laughs> Robin. Y'all, when I tell y'all I hurt myself, I, <laughs> I had never had, first, first of all, this is only like my second ice cream cake. Like I'm not a- Wait, I don't, what? I don't, I, I don't like super, super sweet oh, stuff. I love and ice the, cream cakes. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, so I need ice cream or cake. Like I don't, it's the best of both worlds. I used to get well, I do. ice cream cake for my diabetes anniversaries because <laughs> I deserve that. that sounds, defeat the person. That sounds very kind. I deserve. I made it a whole nother year, and y'all go give me this cake and ice cream, and I'm gonna take some insulin for it. <laughs> oh goodness, y'all! It was so good, and it was so decadent, and. It wasn't too sweet, and the caramel was just right, and it was loaded with pecans. <sighs> yes, I am going to buy Mike another round of <laughs> drinks um, because he deserves. <laughs> Becca, what about you? Um. Oh, man. Okay, I have to give out two drinks today. One goes to Miss Carolyn, who works... Not with me, but she works on our floor and she made gumbo for our holiday Christmas party or our holiday party today. And it was mm. phenomenal. So Miss Carolyn gets a drink. And then my boss's wife made rum balls for mm. our party and they were so strong. And everybody was trying to get drunk off rum balls today. So we had a really amazing day at work. And they look like they drink Moscato, so I'm going to give them <laughs> bottles of Moscato. Oh, my God. What does that look like, Beth? Hmm. <laughs> With that said, y'all got a picture in your head, so y'all know what I mean. I can picture them in the club. See? Like Moscato. Um, really quick, when Doya mentioned the the Christmas tree cakes that made me, <laughs> that made me think of, um, uh, advent calendar. Have y'all ever had one? No. Oh, we used to do those every year. Yeah. My mom, I have, my mom had one that she used to do with me and it was a, it was cardboard, but it was shaped like a Christmas tree. Mm, mine was and, too. Oh, yay. And I would have a different chocolate in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't even really like chocolate like that, <laughs> but <laughs> it was just always fun to like, I miss being a kid. I've always wondered what advent calendars are about. <laughs> it's the countdown. You know, it's the countdown to Christmas. And each day on your countdown to Christmas, you just open a compartment. Well, we watched the yeah. whole movie about it. Right. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> but, you know, you can put different things in there. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, it can be different little things, whatever you want to put in there. But mine was always, like, different kinds of chocolates and stuff. And I just, I missed that. And it was so exciting. I don't like chocolate. So please don't give me 26 chocolates. Well, you know, <laughs> I really don't either. Like, I really don't either. But my mama loved chocolate. That's probably why she did it. Mm-hmm. But she would, she would have all these, like, gourmet chocolates things. Like, all this dark chocolate and other kind of crap that I didn't really eat. But it wasn't even about the chocolate. It was just, I don't know. I don't know. It was magical. Yeah. And like, sometimes I would forget and my mom would be like, oh, we got to check the calendar today. Things like that make me want to have a baby so I can do things with my baby. 
And now this show is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to end on a very high spirited. <laughs> we're going to end on the high spirited Christmas note. Doyen, let the people know how they can talk to us. Um, So you can always reach out to us on Instagram, Poor Life Decision. It's one decision because we're fixing our decisions one at a time. And then on Twitter, we are PLD Pod. And of course, if you want to get your poor life decision stuff, <laughs> I thought I had a cuter name for it, but it's really just stuff. <laughs> merch. Yeah. It's a merch. Yeah, it's that. merch. I was going to say paraphernalia, but like, that just seems like a lot. Oh, but um, nah. <laughs> check us out on Etsy. It is poor life decision. Oh. Board. Oh, we need to shout out the winner. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the name. So um, I am Danielle Bowie, won our very first For Life Decisions shirt giveaway. Yay, Danielle. Yay. So shout out to you. You get an awesome t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Uh, please follow us. Talk to us. Recommend us to your friends. We know we're not the only ones making poor decisions here. Let us know some of the things you're doing. Let us know who you want to buy a drink for. And so we can all be friends and try to fix our lives together. Alrighty. Merry Christmas. And also Merry Christmas. Merry Is that I how don't you say know. I'd just be making it. <laughs> I was happy Kwanzaa. I, well, why do we say Merry Christmas and not happy Christmas? Like it's just synonymous. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with y'all about my Kwanzaa greetings. <laughs> You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blissin But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw him You would even say it close Come on! Come on! All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on! Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, you go down to history forever. You go down to history forever. You go down to history. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be Rudolph, Rudolph.